Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. Do my Lois impression. Audio check, check. fun bag, chapter 45. 45. All brought to you by Responsibly Vodka. That's right. And Norman's Electronics. NEIUSA.net.com. Dot com. That's what I said. This is what's happened to you because <laughs> I'm a little bit disappointed. By the way, welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm disappointed in you because of this. Normally, you're the guy on signing day that's like out at the bar drinking beers and getting all fired up. And I'm always able to say, hey, who's the next guy coming up? And you'll be like, oh, at 2 o'clock, it's so-and-so. And 2.30, it's this. And I, I asked you, hey, man, what are we looking at for signing day for Georgia? And you go, oh, I don't know. I'm just out of the loop on this stuff and just whatever. And I've realized... Is that the Hoyt impression, by the way? Oh, no, no. Yeah, I, I want to make you sound like a man of melted ice cream. You're like, oh, well, I'm not really sure. About that fits whatever. the body. And you have basically checked out on like all of your passions. Like This did not take long. I was watching a thing on the Heaven's Gate cult and how you're able to get people to conform and how long it takes. It doesn't take that long. Humans are pretty easy to manipulate. We scare very easily. It's tough to be independent. It's tough to be smart and independent. Then there's you, who has basically turned into, in two weeks, this putty of a man who doesn't even follow sports anymore. Your biggest passion, even in recruiting, you're not following. I rake the lawn. That's very manly. Wouldn't you agree? No, it's it's one of those things where I have... This is hard to say. I have... I haven't taken Chuck's advice, but eventually, like, it takes me years and years and years, but eventually I see Chuck's way of seeing things. So maybe that means I'm getting older. Maybe that means I'm getting dumber. I don't know. What's Chuck's way of seeing things? I'm not worried about recruiting anymore. Like, I'm going to be top three every year, and I'm not going to pound my chest. Like, I'm over... You know what I want to do more than anything right now? I want to be getting ready to play a football game. Like, it's been so much fun watching JT Daniels in this offense the last two weeks. Like, I want to watch football. Screw recruiting day. Like, screw these kids that are going to be here in four years and finally making an impact and everything else. I want football now, and I don't get it. You are Veruca Salt of college football. I want it now. (laughs) I want it now. You realize you're averaging, as I do the one sportsy thing we're going to do. By the way, in the third segment, we're going to do the holiday game that we did last week. Get a chance to play that again. But right now we're doing sports in the first. Oh, yeah. 41.9 <laughs> points per game. You know where that puts you? Number one? No, suddenly you're 13th in college football. Oh, okay. I'll take that too. Hey, Wait. you mean where like the big boys play? Where they offensively play football? Yeah. You were, and overall you're like 33rd, which isn't bad. No, it's fine. You're fine. You're averaging over 30 points per game, but... Had you been, and let's face it, this is not a knock on anybody. This is just a situation that happened. Yeah, Dewan Mathis or Stetson Bennett. Uh, and, or- and, and and having Jamie Newman leave when he did <laughs> and, and not having JT Daniels off of two surgeries ready to go until middle part of the season. But not a knock on anybody. Not a knock on anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying that sometimes a situation occurs and you can't do anything about it. It's just it, what it, it is. The proverbial is what it is. There, there's just, oh, it's just been so much fun watching. Like I don't know if people realize that we think of spreading the field, like you throw it vertically. You, you, Devontae Smith, here, there you go. We're going to throw it over the top 70-yard touchdown. Anal beads. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I just I you, went different when you said spreading it vertically <laughs> and spreading it horizontally. We were talking too much sports for you there. No, but like, 
People think you spread it horizontally and you go deep oh. balls and everything else. You ever done one of those, oh. by the way? No. No, continue your sports point. Okay, cool. It's very important. Back to your butt plugs in a second. <laughs> um, that field is, is it 55 yards wide? I believe 53. 53 and a half, something yeah. like that. Like, I just remember this this little walk-on QB, Stetson Bennett, that, oh, I love throwing in between the hashes and it's so much fun. See, I'm not knocking anyone. You are. Yeah, absolutely I am. Because you, made, you, you made him sound like an Oompa Loompa. Okay, how tall is he? He's oh, like 4'9". I'm, I'm here to throw the football. Where I can. <laughs> He's Ooh. like 4'9", and my, my passes get blocked at the line. Hold on, I'm going to jump on your shoulders and do, throw the do, football. Do, do, do. Here comes the mailman. Oompa dee doo <laughs> But it's just like you were throwing in a window of basically like 15 yards in between the hashes when, hey, baby, let's open it up vertically and horizontally. And back to your butt plug. And... It's so much more fun to watch. It's but it, yeah, but it's, it is. It, it is. It's, it's not. We always talk about Georgia and man ball and running the ball and run the ball a lot and blah blah blah. You can run the ball when there aren't nine or ten guys in the freaking box. It's amazing. It's really interesting how it makes life so much easier when you do have a vertical passing attack, which they basically didn't have for the better part of oh, almost the entirety of the season. So yes, I've slightly given up on recruiting. Just now, you, maybe, maybe can, this is where the big boys live, though. Like USC, when they were in their run in their heyday, they always recruited at this level. Can I tell you what I am doing as a front office los as we now? transition into oh hey this is what's going on on the radio what's a radio i did an entire breakdown of who could potentially come back and what you have on offense similar to what you and i did a few weeks ago when we said well what if this and what if this and what if this man there's like room for real excitement and saying this this is offense is is crazy crazy offense and the the nutty thing is that talent potential whatever you want to call it it's been there it's been sitting in that room the entire time it's just when you don't have a guy under center that can create all this other stuff around it, like people would, always, why aren't you throwing the ball to George Pickens? Why aren't uh, you throwing the ball to George Pickens? This is the same thing LSU went through for a decade. They didn't have the guy to get the ball to the tremendous NFL athletes. Correct. You had Burrow. You had Burrow sitting there and, his junior year. And, and no, and nothing to you know, not to knock anybody. You still had good quarterback play here. You just didn't have this kind of quarterback play. Well, everybody forgets. Jamar Chase was still on that team. He was still talented. Guess like, what? Throw me the football. He wasn't putting up ridiculous numbers until you throw got me the football. Brady and Burrow in there. And so, like, we've always talked about, I love what Munkin has done this year. The problem is, again, you had an Oompa Loompa throwing to him back there. What do you want me to throw the football? Well, here he comes, George. Yay. Get ready. I'm going to throw it up. <laughs> I like how we, we're throwing it like a grenade. <laughs> I pulled the pin. <laughs> well, he's, Go! he's three feet tall. He's got to get it over the six foot offensive line. Which one do you like, like more? Grenade. Do you like the, or do you like the, I like the high pitched Stetson Yeah, I kind of do too. Uh, that's not, no, I'm just, that's not me doing Stetson Bennett. That's me doing a smallish quarterback. Yeah. You just described Stetson Bennett. Except- smaller, like much smaller, like five, four. Oh, okay. And he's a walk-on. And he walked on. They're like, but hey, it was a good story. What are you doing? Hey, little guy. I'm looking to throw the ball. I had, I had fucking Rudy Rudiger throwing the football. Wee! For half and, a and, and, every, and every single time he gets hit, you hear that, wee! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! It's like, here comes the big linebacker, and it's like, oh, no! <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. We're into making noises. That's no, what but this that's podcast why I'm not. In, that's why I'm into. not into recruiting right now. I'm. I'm I, I want to play the game. I get that. And it, isn't that what Chuck always preached to me? Stop pounding your chest in February. Pound it in, I guess, late January, early January. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's that's his point. He shouldn't get caught up in just beating Auburn. Which, oh by the way, oh by the way, my I, poor dude. I'm very sad that he's gone. 
I'm I'm down because Gus was like a good dude who had a fun wife, and we had a lot of fun for the better part of a decade talking about him. And I would have a friend of mine who would be like, like as soon as he would see it, he'd be like, "Damn it, the sugar huddle!" It's like whatever time he's like, and he'd just start pointing at his TV and cursing, like, "Damn it, damn it, sugar, sugar!" Uh, to not have that, and to now look at the coaching pool, I think this is what happens: you get Sabanitis, where you just get so tired and and. It's not like Auburn hasn't won. There's only been three teams in the West that have gotten this thing done in recent years. It's Auburn, it's LSU, it's Alabama. That's it. How many coaches can say they've beat Nick Saban? Was it three times? How many coaches can say that? Is there any? Other yeah. than Gus? No. <laughs> that's, that's, that is what it comes down to, that you had a guy. Oh, by the way. They found a way to beat him. Oh, by the way, you play them every year. And on top of that, you play your other rival, Georgia, every single year. So good luck to whoever the hell wants to come in and take that job. Like, between that job and Tennessee, who the hell wants to take that? I'd take the South Carolina job at this point because I know I don't have to play Bama every year. I know I don't have to play Georgia every single year, like, combined. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, with both of them. But at Tennessee and Auburn, you do. you do. It's just, until that man dies in Tuscaloosa, we're going to be stuck with this. All right, when we come back, it's going to be a choose-your-own-adventure. I have a Pornhub story. We'll get into that next. Did we just choose the adventure? That's cool. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. One of these moments where I didn't exactly know how to handle it other than to just keep yelling, dump, dump it. So I was working with Emily Austin. Uh, Emily, you know, does some work over on SportsX, and she subs in over here as well. Emily was being very honest about a surgical procedure that she always wanted, and it was one of those words that she was not aware that she's not allowed to say on air. What? So you're going to hear a beep, and then you're going to hear me go, yeah, and that's because at the time she's mumbling, can I not say that? And then you're going to hear her just decide not to say anything ever. The coolest quality about you is that you are a total dude. I would never get plastic surgery or right. anything like that. I mean, I've wanted fake t- for like since oh. I was. I mean, <laughs> but now. Um, me, oh, she's not done. Yeah. So I, I don't think that I would actually get the. I don't know what. <laughs> Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Did you get a burrito? No. Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 45, are all brought to you by Responsibly Vodka, Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. Schedule that service online, your vintage. A lot of your record equipment, they can handle that. Some of the video equipment as well. Atari. And, of course, some just appliances around the house. But let's face it, the vintage equipment is really pretty cool. Dreamcast. Do you remember Dreamcast? I do. Sega Dreamcast. No, I got, I got some noodles. Oh, 
Did you get me noodles? Look, drunken noodles. Did you get me noodles? I got you a little tofu thing if you want to eat it. Yeah. Okay. Love me some tofu. So this is the choose your own adventure, which you have. Now, I think this is really talks about you and I. When you said, I have a Pornhub story for you, you and I both went like, ah, Pornhub. Yes. Like, the familiarity. It's, only, it's the kind of thing that only a married man staying up later at night after his whole family goes to bed knows about. We all do it, right? Like, I don't think there's a few people that do. All right, I would say all of our listeners that are listening do it. Like, like Matt Lear. The guy in, back there, Like, yeah. he doesn't do that. He doesn't do any of that stuff. No, I do it. Oh, now he's trying to talk to us, but that microphone never works. <laughs> <laughs> no, I absolutely do it. Oh, okay. Never mind. So what happens? We should ask Caitlin. Like, hey, okay. does your husband do it? And she'll say no. But, Caitlin, but she'll be wrong. Caitlin's she'll be wrong. not our listener. Her husband is, and her husband definitely goes on Pornhub. You want my Pornhub story? Yes, go for it. Here was the problem, by the way. So I went to, we don't have a computer in here anymore. I guess Chuck got it taken away finally. So I had to look it up on my phone. Problem is, when I put in Pornhub on my phone, Pornhub actually comes up. So Yeah, it's... it's that's one of those where, oh, I've experienced this entry before. Everybody always asks me, too, why don't you delete your search history? Here's the thing. If it's I, mine. If I find, correct. And if I find a video that I enjoyed, how am I going to find it again unless it's in my history? I understand. Pornhub has removed over 10 million videos in the last two days. Why? Well. Is this a copyright issue? Is this a... Some of it, yes. Yeah. So they had 13.5 million videos on their website. It's all the way down to 2.9 as of Monday. And the reason is because Pornhub, for those who don't know, it's porn, thus it's in the name. In a hub. In a hu- and it's so, in a hub. So it's a one-stop shop for your <laughs> pornographic needs. If only they could put what it does in the name, I feel like it would make more sense. They, A, try to create themselves as YouTube. The problem is you have to have Taylor Swift's permission when you put a video onto YouTube and stuff like that. Right. So these other sites like, I guess, Brazzers and, you know, BBC and things like that. Like, not that I, I'm just making things You're up just as I go. As you go. I don't actually know any of these ATMfun.com. They want an agreement if you're going to use their videos. So all those videos, those professionally done videos, gone. The other half of the videos, the 5 million videos that are missing, were apparently amateur videos. <gasps> So it might have been you before you were married, like trying to get back in an ex, putting it up there, or it might have been sex workers or something like that. Because yeah, like, like similar to YouTube, anyone can upload, correct? Correct. The problem is YouTube then has the right, the discretionary right to remove those videos if they don't find them. Right. Because I just know <laughs> from my perspective, I realize that when I podcast with you, uh, whenever we do anything on, on Twitch or YouTube. Wait, do you podcast with other people? You've been cheating on me? Not yet. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm... I'm Trying. Just like let I'm, me watch I'm, in the listen, corner. Listen, listen to looking to build the empire here. I'm kind of into that. So if I can just watch you podcast in the corner with my pants. Hey, Lois, we still good for our podcast? Next yes, week? yes, we are, Matt. Just, just ask him another question, <laughs> real slow, like just ask him that question. This is one of the more perverted podcasts we've had. It is. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the weather. It's kind of nasty outside. But, so but we're my like, point, my well, point being, but, but is, I wanted to say this real quick. I'm familiar with this because if you air any kind of copyrighted music for a long amount of time, then it can get flagged and your video goes down. So whenever we were doing like our, our fun with doing a uh, edge of glory. Okay. You notice I was only playing like six or seven seconds worth of it. Yeah. Because they wouldn't allow us to keep it up. Exactly. Then it would turn into something bigger. And I get that from a YouTube standpoint, but from Pornhub, like, who are you, man? You're just it, trying to be legally compliant. I'm telling you, everything is going now I towards get- protection of of any kind of intellectual property. I get that, but you're porn. It's not like 
It's not like you're the church. But I dreamed it up the whole scene. Like if uh, let's say I am I am Joe Biggin, uh, head porn producer director, and you're airing my stuff on your site, and I'm not seeing anything of it. I'm going to tell you to take it down. I understand, but pornography is like the black web of things anyways, as it is. I know. Normally, you're not supposed to have somebody who says, that's mine. Take <laughs> it down. But there are people out there that realize that, no, I want to make sure that all of these companies are either paying me a licensing fee or they're taking it down. It just seems like in that industry, there should not be people judging other people, people making them pull their videos down. So now I'm down to 2.9 million videos. And I don't know if you know this, Lewis, I've had some time on my hands recently. Oh, you're, you're plowing right through, huh? And so I was hoping to get through 13.5 and now I'm down to 2.9 million. And so like, well, the, I'm going to be done with that by January. The quest is going to be so much easier to fulfill. How is that life? lifestyle going by the way well, i don't think people kind of get the kids taken care of and then you disappear to the closet and do your thing i don't think people understood like that's why i took my sabbatical was just to get through the end of pornhub just want to finish it off and then finish off all of pornhub and then you get to the end it's like this was a triumph this was a triumph is that the only thing you know from the end of portal that's the only thing i know um still a good song though time being away it's it's been good i've been with the the the, the kids we've Decorated? Oh, how, how much longer is this lasting? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. I'm out of shit to do. Like that. <laughs> that was me just trying to kind of vamp, like say all the cool things I've been doing. I uh, I organized the basement. Yeah, you're out of stuff to do. Yeah, now I'm at the point. Now I'm looking. Like at, you realize you just took a very long weekend that is that went for about a week, and you got a bunch of stuff done. And now, as again, I go into the cult thing. Have you have you seen this on on HBO Max? Heaven's Gate, the Cult of Cults. No. Okay, it's fascinating. It's freaky. Like at the point where they decide to get themselves castrated, that's when you start to realize like, wow, these people are, are pretty dedicated to the, the cause here. You still have a computer in front of you. Do you mind looking up what exactly a cult is? It doesn't work, does it? No. Damn it. Gonna, what do you, what what do you is, think works in this What studio? is an actual, like, do you have to kill yourself in order for it to be a cult? No, no. You can just be a religious cult where you happen to have an organization that believes in certain things. And what, what's fun is that within the documentary, it also will take regular religion that we're all aware of and show you the cultish aspects of that. And so what it's trying to do is trying to liken certain things because there's there was large elements of Christianity that were in Heaven's Gate that we this is this is what we're going to do. We are going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Book of Revelation uh, stuff, I'm assuming. But well, but more along the lines that so much of that is also tied into aliens that the aliens will be the ones to get you to heaven and this, that heaven only has access for this long. So they're, they're teaching you to try and be this stripped down, like a good person, as, as similar as Christianity or uh, any of the organized religions out there. But with Kool-Aid. But with an but with a, an, an element of science fiction culture to it. And these people were they were basically trying to strip away all their humanity to be like the aliens so that the aliens would take them to heaven. Okay, I don't mean to come off as when which, I which by the way when I was bringing that up, it's just to say that your wife is now working on phase 2 of you. Like she got you to do all this stuff so now you're you're a subject. Now I just have to castrate myself and drink the Kool-Aid and I'm done. Now she's just going to start beating you into like you'll be in a in a cubicle here in like 3 or 4 months selling like bath salts. It's going to be awesome. I'm more curious about the, the cult thing, though. Like, I'm not trying to knock Christianity or religion when I say this, but there is a lot of it because I am Christian. That's my belief. Whatever. You have your own. Not you in particular. I know you're <laughs> Muslim, but 
my point is there's a lot of science fiction in it that people could say if they don't believe it. Well, there, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of unknowns that you have to have, quote, faith, faith in right. to believe. And so it's not that far off to believe in a cult if you look at other religions and say they're almost like a cult. Well, but that is where the teaching aspect of that went in, that there's enough that was based in Christianity and being a good person and uh, removing the wants because that's one of the things that you see in in Eastern religions. It's removing the desires of humanity so that you act as a good person. You're not driven by your impulses, sexual or otherwise. So where was the bad part of the Heaven's Gate? The whole thing of meeting up with the spaceship and, and killing themselves. Unless they really did it. All right, coming up next. Then the joke's on us. Hoyt's going to introduce you to the holiday game. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by responsibly vodka and norman's electronics looks like the sun is coming up chuck shades on in dark club uh, hopefully you're a fan of these weird noises breast depends on the noise i guess weird noises that happen from our co-workers let's start with one chuck oliver who the <laughs> no, other day I don't, well, hang on is this is this from buffalo or fort lauderdale <laughs> This would Just have, tell me. This would have been that little bit of an issue that you had going to open up the show oh. where it, it, he was as phlegmy as it gets, and we got a lot of this. First base for Major League All-Star games, you get a couple that you're used to, and that's what happens. But you always at least take a casual glance at the numbers, and I think anybody taking the, casu- <clears throat> the casual glance at the numbers sees the... <clears throat> oh, oh, no. You were, you were going through it today. You know what? This has finally happened to you, who always makes fun of me yeah, for I dealing do. with spring allergies. You actually hear him get away from the microphone and go, the, yeah. <gasps> Can I hear the end of it again where the microphone was still on so you could hear him yeah. hawking well, into the uh, into the trash can? Well, yeah, let me tell you that there was volume here. And I don't mean like the auditory volume. This was volume of, of stuff. How much was coming out. All right. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. That's the Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 45. All brought to you by Responsibly Vodka. Drink responsibly unless you want to get drunk, and then drink Responsibly Vodka, just not responsibly. And also Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. Lowe's has stepped out because I believe his noodles uh, ran right through him. So he will be back in a second. In the meantime, we were dealing with some issues earlier last week. Uh, Lowe's basically hates Christmas music. And uh, I'm pretty sure he hates Christmas, but that's probably because he is Muslim, like we talked about earlier in the podcast. So um, I wanted to bring some of the holiday spirit that I have had at my house and in my heart and open it up to Los's heart. And so I decided to do that in the form of a game. Carlos Medina isn't in the Christmas spirit. I don't give a damn about Christmas. So in typical 6A of the fan fashion, we create a game to force the season upon him. You'll be fired. 
No, we won't, because we brought in somebody who doesn't really work here anymore. Brian Hoyt. It's a game we're calling No, Your Holiday Hits. Hosted by Brian Hoyt. Wait, isn't he on sabbatical? Yeah, because that was going to last long. Only on the fan. That's cool how he takes shots at just about everybody in his open. Sure does, but that's what Brandon Joseph does. That's why we love him so much. You know when you ask him to make an open, you just realize you're going to get kicked in the lower regions. So how does this game work? So here's the thing. You told me on the podcast that you're burnt out from Christmas music, right? And it's mostly your fault, but yes. Because I have played some of the worst Christmas music for years and years. And unfortunately, it's all in my bank over there that David has control of or Big John or Nerny or whoever else is running a board. And so you have to hear all my music, the Jessica Simpsons, the NSYNCs, Merry Christmas, okay, Happy Holidays. Let's see. So let's see. One, two, three, four. Take your shot. No, no, I'm adding it up right now. So over a seven-hour period, we have four returns. So basically, there's 27 different returns. Yeah, and you get beat in the head every single one with this stuff. And so 27 returns a day, 27 times a day, I hear a different Christmas song. Over the course of a week, that's 135 different Christmas songs that I have to listen to. A lot of them over and over and over because you run out after like 100. So yeah, I've been beaten down by Christmas songs. I love Christmas. I love everything about Christmas. Your music is awesome. It beats me. All right. Well, you know what? It's funny you bring up my music because... Merry Christmas, happy holiday. Yeah. People behind the glass are dancing. You know what they don't dance to? Your crap that you listen to. Like, you're such an Elton John, like, Merry Christmas, the war is over. Like, that's the kind of music you listen to at Christmas time. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. So I decided to find some Los bands. Didn't I give you? Well, yeah, you, you gave me some because I didn't know what, like, douchey music you listen to. You weren't aware of who Radiohead is? It's funny you mentioned them. We'll get to them in a second. So basically what I'm going to ask you is band and Christmas song okay. or not Christmas song? Have they ever done a Christmas song? So this sounded like a band that you might listen to. The Killers. Do they have a Christmas song? Or yes. Or do they not have a Christmas song? Oh, you know it immediately? I'm just guessing that the Killers are trendy enough that they would have a Christmas song. Don't shoot me, yeah. Don't shoot me, Santa Claus. That's very uplifting, Los, <laughs> but this is the music you listen to. I don't listen to the Killers, but, and, and here's the reason why. My bands, the bands that I gave you, I'll get to them, typically would not have any kind of Christmas music. I know, and, and, and they I, don't sell out. And I intentionally made sure that you didn't get, like, Weezer, because that would have been way too easy. You would have been like, oh, here, I, look, look one of yours that does a Christmas album and a bunch of covers. All right, well, here's, here's what about live? Is it live or live? Uh, it's live, and no, they would never have a Christmas song. Damn it, he's good at this. They don't have a Christmas no, song. No, no, listen, they're way too intense and, and take themselves way too seriously for all Christmas. All right, all right, let me bring up a different I'm band. I'm not even sure they, like, support Christmas. No, I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> Jewish. No. Like, no. they're Hanukkah people. no. They're Are you just, sure? uh, they might be pretty atheist, I'm guessing. Oh, okay, never mind. How about the Counting, is it Counting Crows? Counting Crows. I think that there's a good possibility that there might be a Christmas song that's Counting Crows. <clears throat> they did not sell out and do a Christmas song, unless you count Long December and there's reason to But that's believe. not a Christmas song. It kind of is. It's just about the month. It's not about no. Santa or anything else. So no, Maybe that doesn't this count. this year will be better than the last. Radiohead, that's one no of your... Chance. No, no chance. No chance, except for you're wrong. Radiohead does have one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're welcome. 
No way. Yes way. Why does it sound so horrible? Well, because they did it live and I had to go find it, but... Well, that doesn't count. What are you talking about? They sold out, obviously. No, I'm talking about, like, recorded actual music, re- recorded a Christmas album or something along those lines. Like, when NSYNC does it, that's a Christmas album. All right, let me go to one of your favorites, then. Better than Ezra. Christmas song, no Christmas song. Oh, man. You might find some random cover. Yeah, they sold out as well. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. This is Merry Christmas Eve by Better Than Ezra. Hey, by the way, it's not just Taylor Swift and Mariah Carey that sell out when it comes to this stuff. It's your Better Than Ezra music, too. All I'm saying is that Kevin Griffin, somebody, somebody came up to him and said, would you be part of a Christmas compilation CD or album or track? And he said, yeah, let's do that. No, he said, yeah, give me the money. Like, it's okay to say your I'm guys sorry, sell can, out can, as well. Can you, can you find more of these? Is there like... Is there an entire Better Than Ezra Christmas album? No. Um, no. How about, do you know She and Him? I don't know She and Him. What if I said it's Zoe Deschanel? Oh, definitely. She's got a Christmas album. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that either. She definitely has a Christmas album. Rockin around the Christmas now, that was kind of an easy one, right? She's an elf and everything else. Right, but I don't have a problem with this. Because she makes me laugh from New Girl. Okay, but does this put you in the Christmas spirit, like hearing her? I know you're tired of hearing Bird Ives or whatever his name is, Burl Ives, but does Zoe do anything for you? Does that maybe make your heart more grow so, two sizes bigger? More so than your Beach Boy stuff. Like, all the <laughs> all the real classic things, I immediately go like, beating, beating, beating. But if you were to tell me, hey, I got Zoe Deschanel and she's going to do the, uh, a couple songs. I'm like, all right, I can get on. I can get on board. All right, one more in Los's list. Pearl Jam, Christmas song or no Christmas song? Definitely, they have to. They've, they've had way too long of a career not to have covered something. No Christmas song. Really? No, they hate Eddie Jesus. Eddie Vedder, you know what? They hate Jesus. I have more respect for Eddie Vedder and the guys now. That, that's your type of music. Now, let's do Hoyt music. You ready for this one? Go for it. Meek Mill. Of course. No, he was actually in jail. Meek does not have a Christmas <laughs> song as of now. How about Lil John? No. What are you talking about? He sells out on everything. Man, you ready for Christmas? Ooh, yeah. He did a song about Christmas with the Kool-Aid man. I'm just amazed by this one. Like, I, I, would, I would listen to this before any of your other classic stuff. All I really want, really want for Christmas. This would, this would, I would drive around with my daughters playing this and just laugh and smile the entire time. In fact, when we come back from break, I want that coming back from break. With the Kool-Aid man. Okay, now Lois is into Christmas music. Pink. That's my type of music. Pink. Does she have a Christmas song? Yes. You're wrong. She doesn't. What? I know. Pink hasn't sold out. She did, before you look it up on the computer, she did a duet with her daughter on YouTube. That does not count. It was not released. That's not released. I will I will agree with you there. What about... The Snoop D-O-double-G. Do you think he has done a Christmas song? Yes, he's done everything. Yeah, he's done everything. Play it. By the way, that's Nate Dogg with him doing it, too. Oh, that's cool. Go straight ghetto. <laughs> okay, see? This would work for me. Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. This would make me laugh, and anything that where my wife would be looking at me in the car going, dude, what is, what is this Christmas music? <laughs> in fact, when I went downstairs this morning... They had they had it on whatever Amazon has a classic country or classic. Yeah, it's like Michael uh, Bublé or yeah, something. Yeah, classic holiday music station. And so as I'm kind of just sitting there and trying to get my stuff done, I'm hearing it. I'm like, you know what? I would much rather have this. You're, See, you can you can. All right, I'm I'm a little bit more warm to the heart as long as you give me something that's kind of fun. And not to mention, Snoop Dogg will do anything you give him money for. Yes. 
I don't have a problem with that. Speaking of rappers, how about from Atlanta, Migos? No. You are correct. They did do a version of Tis the Night Before Christmas, but that is not a song. So you were good there. Okay, so they did a reading of... Correct. Okay, okay. How about sellouts? How about DMX? Man, yes. Yes, of course. Please tell me DMX has a Christmas song. You've played this before. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, this is funny. The most famous reindeer of all. I'm just trying. (laughs) As long as you just move, you work in the what? I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm just trying to bring you Christmas music you have never heard before. Maybe I'm trying to bring. I think that's probably key because, as I said, a hundred times a week, I'm having to listen to your same round of Christmas songs. I think that's what's beaten me. And again, that that is just for what one year. Yes. I've worked with you for nearly a decade, which means at least 900 times I have to listen to these songs. But I'm trying to give you other things. But I'm no, I, to... I, if, if you were to tell me you would expand your your group, because let's face it, you don't really... <laughs> music that goes into that box of yours... I know, it's all 90s pop. Right, and it doesn't expand, ever. Like, whenever... Okay. Whenever anybody else comes in, because I'm supposed to you, come in with Pete Yorn. That's what you want me to do every single time. I just want you to expand a little bit. That's Jim all. Jim Croce is that his name? You actually hit Jim Croce correctly. Um. All right, I got three more. Jim Croce, Cardi B. No, no, she doesn't have a Christmas okay. song. Yeah, that, she's not. She's not there yet. My personal favorite, Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Yes, they do not have a Christmas oh. song. I would thought Fred at some point would have been kind of hurting and realized I got to get some Christmas cheer out there. And only because I know you're into Korean pop, the K-pop, that does it for you? Yeah, they'll, they'll do anything. They'll record anything. Yes. BTS. Do BTS, they have- yes. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Don't you know the, the idea of the boy band is you have this kind of horizon thing where you go up, you do like two or three albums. Then you have to do the holiday album before the boy band basically disintegrates and the most talented person goes on and does something else. Here were the other ones that I found that maybe we could not have played. Chance the Rapper, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Lil Mama. Okay. Uh, Eric Wright, or as you may know him, Easy E. I would say no, but if it did, I'd be really surprised. Merry Mother Effin' Christmas. Jeezy. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, he had Hustler's Holiday, and then finally Afro Man had the 12 Days of Christmas. I actually know that one. Do you really? Yeah. So, and you crap on my music, but Afro Man 12 Days of Christmas, you're cool with. It just, there's, it's a little more creative. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Is it ironic right now that we're playing K-pop music and it's also airing on 790 right now? Have you ever gone over there just to kind of check out what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I did it today. It was just an accident. I was like, it really is Korean radio. They're playing the same thing we're playing yeah, I was right like, now. It's like it's, it's, it's K-pop. All of K-pop. I hope this has helped you to expand your horizons and see that... I'm not going to lie to you. Like I'm going to go look for the hip-hop Christmas station. Snoop Dogg has a whole album, by the way. It's uh, it's Death Row on December or Death Row. It was... I'll look it up. I just want to play it in my house so that my wife and kids are looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'll be like, Christmas music. What's up? And so, Los, I really just... I hope that game is... Help put you in the holiday spirit. What are your thoughts, Los? I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, why don't you do us a favor, and uh, we'll change things up a little bit. Why don't you take us out tonight? Give the audience something that they can really take into the holiday season before next week's episode. 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Very wise words, my friend. For Lowe's, for Hoyt, I don't say happy holidays, so Merry Christmas, bitches. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.